Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1986's The Delta Force, do me a solid favor, pause this. Go check this out on Amazon Prime because it's streaming as, as of right now. And come back and join us. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cold45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we are on every podcasting app that you can imagine. That's Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You name it, we are out there. Today, Cold45 is powered by... Pandemic Tour, the tour built by fans for the fans. We're also powered by you, the listeners, the Patreon backers. Thank you guys so much. Got to give some shout outs to brand new ones. We got uh, Desmond Dunn, originally from Five Minute Geek Out, the Nerd Tastic Podcast, the Not Historians Podcast. Thank you so much, homie. I appreciate you. He's a past guest on the show for our Samurai Cop episode. It was fucking hilarious. Uh, we got to get him back for uh, Candyman. I owe him. Another shout out to uh, Michael Bagford. Uh, Ohio native thank you so much sir for following us we appreciate it he's also a fan of uh, home video hustle our homeboys out there in uh, Ohio and another shout out to uh, Brad Peterson I think he's from Canada man check that out the hard way when I had to send off his shit <laughs> oh, Canada. I, was like, I was like oh dear god <laughs> how much so thanks dude I got to deal with customs that was pretty cool right so our bugs are now contraband right oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> I got they, they searched me but yeah, man, let's do this. You are now listening to Call 45, the only cold movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to an American beer cracking, flag waving edition of Cold 45. I am your host, Beat Em Down. Today, I'm joined by. Random, Randy, Savage, you stupid American Communist Pink! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Folks, if you haven't guessed, we're doing 1986's The Delta Force. Cue that theme music that they played oh 80. No, no more! You know that music was used for the uh, Indy 500 for a while? Really? Yeah, yes. like. I felt like that music was used for almost everything. Everything. <laughs> Hearing it all day in my brain. So many times. You know what's crazy? This dude is responsible for the Avengers theme. What? The Predator theme. <laughs> like, he is, he is oh. built to be in your brain, dude. It's fucking amazing. Alan um, Silvestri? Silvestri? Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Silvestri. Yeah, man, but um, fucking... <laughs> Delta Force is an interesting movie, bro. Um, I have to admit... I had never seen this movie personally before until today because I I was able to get out early from work and I watched it before the episode. And man, I swore it was going to be something totally different. What about your first impressions of this movie, Randy? Uh, my first impression of this movie was I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Okay, it's a Chuck Norris movie. Let's do this. And it's like if someone had brought you a plate, they're like, I'm going to make you some spaghetti and meatballs. Like, all right. I'm going to hand you a plate of spaghetti with no sauce and no meatballs. <laughs> you're like, what's this? Yeah. Spaghetti and meatballs. Where's the rest? <laughs> well, folks. Um, oh, it's coming. Oh, your face, <laughs> naked chest. It's coming. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't know this was Weinstein spaghetti. <laughs> it's a Canon Group film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, oh, the guys who did RoboCop. Right. right. Kinda. No. Okay. Not really. <laughs> if you ever seen Electric Boogaloo, Minaheim um, Golan, the director, um, who's done a bunch of these kind of movies, filmed this one in Israel because uh, this was a subject material that was a little bit um, near and dear to his heart. So right. when we start the movie, it starts with just a, a huge explosion of a helicopter out of nowhere, right? Yeah. And it's a botched mission. Your boy, Chuck Norris, is playing uh, Captain McCoy. American badass, and everyone's running trying to figure out what's going on because I don't know what the fuck is going on. It just shits foobar right out the gate. And somebody by the name of Pete Peterson is pinning the record. Is that his real name? Yes. That's garbage. Yes. Pete oh. Peterson is <laughs> trapped in the wreckage of the flaming helicopter. First of all, kudos for not dying in that fucking explosion. But a, a Jeep has jammed them in the wreckage of the fucking helicopter and it's just bad and everyone is like we gotta get the fuck out of here the black dude's like yeah man flames are too high i can't do it sorry and the flames are too high keep that in mind here folks 
Hey, he's first of all his brother, so he's like, it's, it's, it's his eyes his foot. He's not Martian Manhunter, okay? I don't get, I don't get understand his his terrifying fear of flames that are two feet tall. I think he was just. I, I don't think he, he. I don't think he thought that McCoy was going to go in there. there. There's no way you could get to him. Right, it's like, and it's easy access. But like, <laughs> there's no way you could get to him to that open door that leads right to from the plane. You okay? Hey man, look. <laughs> So he gets to he gets to Pete Peterson, right? And um, it's it the jeep is like jammed into his leg and he's effed up real bad. So our boy McCoy has to show them guns, put them guns out mm-hmm. to shield his hands from burning to lift up this flaming jeep. And I'm like Chuck motherfucking Norris carries him. They play that goddamn music. Ugh. Soak it in, Randy. <laughs> every time and we get the credits every, every time there's a transition to another scene there's a there's that theme music like why are you doing this stop so you know what's really crucially missing from um this entire movie chuck norris other than that based okay. on a true story what <laughs> Hold on, Rando. <laughs> so, this uh, shit pancake that just happened right at the beginning, because we, we don't, first of all, you don't know what the fuck is going on. There's an exploded helicopter, and they're all running, but you don't see where they're running from. It's just a helicopter. I mean, there was titles in front. Iran Desert, August 24th, 1980, 1980, 4 p.m., 4 a.m., and I was like, okay, that's a lot of information. Very specific, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. It's loosely based, but not loosely based, on real events that went down, and the rabbit hole was insane. So basically, they had a guy on board uh, as a consultant because they were going to do a movie about um, a failed mission to uh, save some hostages called uh, Operation Eagle Claw. Huh. Um, The guy on board, because it was a failed mission, said, fuck this shit because... Uh, Golan, the director, was like, I want to make this shit to where it went like real Chuck Norrisy instead. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm out. So <laughs> when you so when you brought this, when you said that, my brain immediately went to Nick Nolte and Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 like with more integrity and actually was in the shit. Yeah. So it gets better, Randy. So let's let us continue. So McCoy is like, man, fuck this shit. I'm tired of this. I went to Vietnam. You know what I'm saying? Like it was trash then, it's trash now. I'm done. When we when we land, I'm done. Cause um his commander is a uh, Lee Marvin. Mm-hmm. A fucking legend in, in these type of films. Like he's the guy. I don't understand why this eighty year old man is in this film. It it was supposed to be uh, uh Charles Bronson. Okay. That would make more sense in the time period, but like Lee Marvin has got to be 87 at this point in time. Got it. Close. He was like 84. <laughs> what? I was making a joke. No, he was he's super old. And he had an inflamed coal in this entire movie. So, Yeah, that's why he doesn't run around a lot. Hell no. He's squatting and sitting. And I'm like, there's something wrong with this dude. Actually drinking alcohol like at the bar. <laughs> like, like, so tell me about what you do later after the shoot. I mean... Mission, <laughs> right? Yeah, she was hot. So, God, he died the year later. Yeah, he did. So, <laughs> rest in peace, homie. But like, okay, so that was a reflection to like Jimmy Carter, uh, fucking up, and they were kind of making a he made, he made a comment about that shit. So it was like a direct shot at Jimmy Carter for the failure of doing that shit. Shit's hot in in the eighties because like this, a lot of shit has been going down like real life in the eighties, um, right. as far as like hijackings and shit. So we cut to the <laughs> Athens, Greece. At the airport where... I thought you were just saying that because everyone in this movie is super sweaty. I'll get to that too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, they're at Athens, Greece, right? On the plane, I am introduced to what I believe is the sweatiest human being known to men. And, like, he's just <laughs> dripping buttermilk trying to, like, hide weapons and, like, two, two handguns and two grenades. In like a, a napkin dispenser. To be <laughs> fair, I'm sure he was nervous as fuck. <laughs> Cause that's a big deal. But, Granted, no, but then when he gets out of the bathroom, and the flight is like, "Is there a problem?" 
And they're like, oh, no, 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 no problem. It's, everything is fine. Don't worry. And I'm like, have a good flight. I'm like, what? It's like, why are you, you sopping with sweat right now? How are you so cool in voice, but you look like you just did the ice bucket challenge? Why are you like this? That's hilarious. Inside the airport, we're getting like a nice little slice of life from all the patrons that are there. We're um, the fucking... Um, the chick that was getting banged by the Zohan, she was in a oh, bunch yeah, of movies. Oh yeah, I knew she looked familiar. She was in a bunch <laughs> of movies. Back in the day, I would have, I would have gave her the biz onus. She was high back in the gap. She wasn't, she wasn't that bad looking in this movie. No, yeah. she's just an older lady. That's all it is. Yeah, but she's always been that lady. But um, you got her and her husband, uh, you know, chit chatting like just introducing themselves. Like, this is our silver anniversary, guys. Just yeah. know that and know that we are Jewish as fuck. <laughs> that's basically their role in the film it's just to be jewish as fuck yeah 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 because uh, she has like a hebrew ring and shit and like we learn about some other people and it's like oh okay this is all cool and then we see clearly evil guy in an all white suit oh yeah <laughs> sunglasses he looks like an extra from scarface just like walked by and like either that guy's a drug dealer or that guy's gonna do something terrible. Later. He looks like one of the bad guys from American Ninja, dude. Like it's like that's like the same costumes they have, and it's it's fucking Robert Forster, dude. Not ex- I'm not I'm not surprised because it produced by the same company. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> but they 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 bronzed him up to be Arabic to play Abdul. Then he had his homeboy, equally obviously evil as fuck, <laughs> Mustafa. Oh. Equally as sweaty as our boy who planted the guns and the grenades in the fucking place. Yes. And I was like, oh, you're the sweatiest human being I've ever met now. Okay. And then they're like, Nath! <laughs> Nath! Because we have Jafar. Who was oh. <laughs> oh, the guy who, you know, like, I need to get on this plane. I need to get on this plane. I'm like, I thought the idea was to be stealthy to get on the plane, not say, like, you're literally just screaming out loud. I need to get on this plane so I can blow it up. Otherwise, I'm going to die. I'm like, I feel like he was. I thought he was a distraction at first. Cause I was like, oh, okay, then that's how they slide in real smooth. Like, and they're like, what are we gonna do about him? I'm like, what? He's, he's part of the plan. Yeah. Insanity. As we as as they as they sit down the plane, we're getting like more introductions to other characters. You got a Russian dude who's from Chicago that happens to um know the priest who played uh who's a homeboy from Neck and Gun. I forgot his character's name. Uh, O'Malley, O'Malley or something. Yeah. Yeah, but he was the um he was the naked gun. He was the the homeboy, the 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 other old guy, and and the nuns, and then like you know all these other people. There's little girls, all types of shit that we're getting like you know introduced to. It's like, okay, I'm really trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I'm like, where is Chuck Norris? Oh yeah, this is minute ten. We got some time. Don't worry. <laughs> Plenty of time. Plenty. Plenty of time. Oh time. So Abdul gets up to go to the bathroom to get the weapons. I kind of pre because Abdul was sweating at this point too. Yep. So it's kind of like, oh, that's why you put the guns and grenades by the towels because it's hot as fuck. They filmed this in Jerusalem and it was like stupid oh, hot. Okay, that's what it was. It yeah. was just because there was no air conditioning. I'm yeah. Just like, okay, it's crazy uh, hot. Like, like it was a lot of complaints and shit. People were. You not don't know f- how many times in my notes. Why are they so sweaty? Why are they so sweaty? Because why it is so- that fucking hot. Oh, also, um, Golan is 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 uh, Israeli. Oh, okay. So it makes a lot of sense because it gets pretty heavy-handed at a particular point in time because hijack time. Is it a hijack? Or whatever, you know. It's pretty sloppy, dude, because it's only two guys. It's supposed to be a three-man operation, I guess, to to stretch out throughout the plane. Very hot German um, flight attendant. Okay, I'm glad you thought so too, because I was gonna be like, "Yep, this is my obsession with white women again." Just peeking out. Nah, no. it's, it's just, it's, I don't, I can't, I don't know, man. There was something about her. I was like, you, I mean, you're, you're hot. 80s hot, but hot. 80s hot. Yeah, that's what I was like. I, I did that. Solid 80s. Yeah, 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 solid 80s. And then the, the, the accent too. And I'm like, mm, okay, okay. <laughs> what you got going on? Deutschland, Deutschland, let's go fucking. <laughs> So like uh, she's getting hemmed up. I kind of laughed a bit because um, when they were hijacking, one one flight attendant was rushing him like, "What are you doing?" And justly got pistol whipped to the ground. Like I wasn't mad at that. I was like, "This is what happens. I'm gonna need you not to do that shit." So there's a whole bunch of kerfuffle going on, and then like uh, tense a moment because the grenade pin falls out of the fucking grenade. Right. And we see Abdul 
cut character like immediately like uh bitch means you pick that up please <laughs> figure it out put it back in my mouth <laughs> we just started i did not think this was going to happen this is very embarrassing for me but can you please assist me <laughs> I, don't, I think it's more latin than uh i'm trying not to be offensive and i just did a whole nother accent that's <laughs> <laughs> fine <laughs> They my a friend, white guy to play like a Palestinian, so whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so we, um, I kind of liked how uh, when, when he bust in there with the grenade and gun and shit, you could tell that these pilots have been working overtime so much again for the this month. Really, again? Uh, fine, whatever. Just let's just get I, this over with. I like how the pilot had to flick one switch. To alert everyone that the plane was being hijacked. The like universe. There was like a there was a secret like you know wireless radio that doesn't exist yet because it's the eighties built into the plane that just went click and like it flashed a light and it said hijacked, hijacked, hijacked. I love how the dude's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, dude, I have to press this button. It was real smooth. I gotta press it. I gotta this is the button I gotta press so that we can take off. Otherwise we're gonna stay here. Right. So, um, basically, that button, like, the president is like, oh, snap, call the Delta Force. Seriously. It's like the or something. Oh, God, a theme song. But this is a sloppy as fuck hijack. But I had to laugh. There was these three guys who were like, should we try to take them? And um, after a while, I started being like, oh, God, this is, like, eerie watching mm-hmm. this right now. You know, because of this is 2018. Shit, shit has transpired since. There's even a line in this movie that, like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I don't know. About, I, didn't mm-hmm. think yeah. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I didn't like it we'll get to like, it. Because I got chills. I was like, a little too on the nose. That's art imitating life. Too right. Much. Right. And, like, I, I, I started. <laughs> this is another movie where I started kind of understanding right wingers a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the movies that ruined you. Okay. And I think Trump watched this as reference to how to be a president, and I really feel like he shouldn't have done that. Anyway, so like it was, it was a funny moment because these three guys were gonna like try to do some shit. Like, oh, let's not try to do anything. Let's keep it cool because they are in the Navy, right? And that's a fucking thing. So I liked how one of the guys was like, "Hey, man, be careful with that gun. It might go off." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And he justifiably gets pistol whipped in the mouth for that one because I'm like, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> you deserve everything you got with that one, man. So we get like a weird moment, right? Where, because uh, they're pushing everybody and uh, reassigning everybody, making, making everybody uh, move to like the back of the plane. And okay. uh, Doll falls. It's a cabin patch doll. This is something also that kind of irritated me about this character. Muf- is it, is it's, it it's Mufasa. Mufasa. Okay. So Mufasa. Or, or whatever. How you want to do it? Whatever. Mufasa. Between. Okay. So. Ten minutes into the movie, Mufasa's like, everyone get in the plane! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Very stereotypical oh terrorist God. asshole, right? Okay. Right. And then we get this doll that falls on the ground. And the little girl's, I need to get my dolly! I need to get my dolly! And then he picks up the doll, and I'm thinking, he's just going to rip the head off or something, do something terrible. Right. And he goes, here you go, little girl. Here is your doll. You know I had the daughter once. She was very beautiful like you. And I miss it so much. And I'm like, what? Yeah, and it's like, huh? Why do you give a terrorist a backstory? Why did wh- I? It's it, well, it's the bad guy. It's not bad, bad it's, but for '80s, it's like what? Because like, that's like some shit you have happen now. Back then, it's like whoa. I, I was really, I thought he was gonna like okie doker into like some weird pedophilic type bullshit. I was scared. And then I yeah. realized, oh, you just, oh, okay, you just. Being but real it's real. like. That doesn't make sense in the context of the story. If the story, if the, if the movie's supposed to be like, these are the bad guys, they do terrible things, they are terrible, we are supposed to root for their demise. Right. But it's like... Oh, they'll get there, though, thankfully. How do we, like, how do we feel bad for these guys? How do we hate these guys when they're like, I had another once. I'm just fighting for freedom. I am a freedom fighter. I have reasons for what I am doing. And I'm like, that... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But the movie's everywhere, though, so we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get to it. Shit gets a little weird, man, because now, because like they, they make an announcement that they're hijacking the plane, and they say who they're affiliated with. It's not the NWO. It's like the NRRWO, whatever the fuck. 
Right. Some nondescript shit because they can't say who they who, what they really are because that would be a bad idea. Yeah, because we don't want people want to keep their movie going and not get shot. So that's kind of a thing. <laughs> Especially when you're in Israel. Um. So it gets well. It still gets fucking real because he's like, by the way. We ain't with that Jew stuff. We're not with this and that and this. Like they laid out all the shit they're not down with. And our Jewish couple are like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Something happens where it became a, a fucking hunt for Israelis. Like, there's Israel, there's so like, Israelis on so board. The the woman, the, oh. way, the, Jew, yeah, the Jewish woman had like this ring that just was just big tattoo that said, I'm a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, hide the ring. And they put the ring inside the bag and the bag falls when the dolly falls. Right, 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 right. Terrace picks it up, trying to maybe like give it back to who the owner is, and you're like, "Look, look, he's really, he's really." Right. And they freak out. Yeah. Like, I want you to collect all the passports. Bring them to me, so I can find the Israelis. And I'm like, okay, now things just got weird again. Things got <laughs> crazy, and what sucks is the German flight attendant was put in charge of doing it. She's like, "Dude, I can't, man. Like, come on. Like, literally, was like." No, and then and then Abul's like, why can you not? And I'm like, have you not watched History Channel in the last fifty years, or even like seen a reel? Or oh, they have because because this is where this is where Mustafa You're like in Israel. Nah, but this is where um Mustafa like did did the full hill turn and made you realize oh he has to go because he she was like uh, the Holocaust the whole shit the the she said the number and he yeah. got to face not enough and I was like whoa, which one are you, bro? Are you the sympathetic one or the the asshole? He's both. Like, what if they were all children? Would that change anything for you, Mufasa? Possibly. Like, just little white girls, precious white girls. You know, the, you know, it wasn't just adults. and like It wasn't just adults. There were children in there, too, you jerk. So, guess what, Randy? Okay. Um, there was a flight called uh, TWA 847. Oh, this sounds ominous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this happened a year before they made this movie. This movie is based on this hijacking. Whoa, that's not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Jew thing with the German stewardess thing, that happened. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. And a lot of other things we're about to talk about. I'll let you know if it happened or didn't happen. Goodness. Let <laughs> us continue on that note. I need you to keep, yeah, it's... Yeah, imagine trying to have fun talking about this movie after knowing what I know. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. I'm just like, all right, where am I going to add the jokes around the Holocaust and then the hijacking? And well, the, I don't uh, know. Yeah, so like one of them, one of because like when it, when they were uh, picking up jizz, one of them was a Holocaust survivor, and I'm like, God, man. Oh, she saw his tattoo and his marking, and it's like, oh, she's oh. like double fuck. Double fuck Oreo, dude. This is it bad. It would have been a total twist if he had, like, used his magnetic powers to shake, like, to crush the... <laughs> that would have been dope. God. Give us that, Fox. Uh, somehow, whoever did Come, come on. on. Just give us... Give us that one nice thing where like Maggie was like, okay, well I'm about to I'm about to fuck y'all up for this bullshit. You know that, right? But anyway, oh, that'd be awesome. But no, dude, that'd be, actually weird, that'd be a weird movie if like a mutant was on board at a hijacked plane. Would he try to save the plane, or would he like, would he just like destroy the plane? Like, no, you humans will take me alive. No, no, no. He'll he'll f them up and just float the plane down like a G. Awesome. So speaking of G's, it gets real crucial because I, you know, everybody has to go up one by one because they're being called up to basically sit in first class. Which well, is another thing. I don't. I feel like Ingrid took a class in finding Jew names. Oh well, she she gave them shit because she's like, how the fuck? And they're like, you know the ones. <laughs> Come on, you know which ones are which. So the Russian dude has to go up there and he's freaking the fuck out. Like, dude, I'm not Jewish. I'm not I'm Jewish. Not, I'm Polish, bitch. What's, what's your problem? He's Russian. But um, goddamn Father O'Malley, though, like a true G, rolls up to the to the fucking thing. And he's like, uh, Bill O'Malley. He's like, we ain't call you. He's like, you know what, though? I rep Jesus Christ. He's a Jew. What's good? If I want to sit your ass down. Well, well played, priest. Have a seat in the murder section. <laughs> G move, though. 
I was I was I, I was feeling that. I was like, that's what's up. You gotta that's take one up. of us, you gotta take all of us. That's like that's <laughs> the most badass line in this movie so far, and it's not uttered by Chuck Norris. <laughs> True that. So while all this is happening, it's um it's, it's it's all about this fucking flight because this is a fucking thing that actually happened. This is now forty minutes in. Yes. <laughs> And um, it's a lot of tension because um, there was a moment where they were trying to land the plane and they were getting a lot of flack. And they're like, you can't land that shit here, pimp. <laughs> no, we don't want your. No, take your terrorist crap somewhere else in another country. Also, really hilarious guy. That was <laughs> that was the mission control guy. He just <laughs> he, he was kind of a dickweed. He's like, what? The? Nah, get the fuck on. So. One of the one of the um uh, three three of the guys got recognized for being in the navy because they don't have passports they have navy IDs right. and um all three of them got taken up and tied up um they start beating the shit out of one of them to force them to land because mm-hmm. uh, hey they're whooping some ass up here like please we gotta land like 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 this has to happen that really happened damn it's fucked up. So it's shit's tense, and they finally get to land, and um, we cut finally back to the fucking Delta Force, which I didn't realize the Delta Force is three hundred people deep. They are deep. I thought it was just Norris and Marvin. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be Norris, Bobby, who's being played by Stevie James from American Ninja Fame. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. He was Kung Fu Joe. Really, he was the shit. Martial arts expert. What? Yeah, bro. I didn't use that at all. At all he was so underutilized but i thought delta force was him fucking pete peterson and norris and they just but it was just a gang of dudes gang of dudes in the delta force and they're all talking about what they're going to be doing but like they're all section leaders and shit because um uh you know mccoy shows up late but he gets promoted to major because he's unretired and it wouldn't matter because the president had a special order he's like i don't need this shit i'm a fucking american and, <laughs> and they go and they're doing the mission brief and they're talking about how they're gonna like shut the shit down because you know it sounds like it's only two dudes mm-hmm. so it shouldn't be a big deal but when they land there's a problem because the two dudes become 14 guys because somehow some way in the dead of night a shit ton of uh cannon fodder soldiers just roll up inside the plane yep and they take off all the jews yes and send them off into another section as uh, as insurance. Yeah, just so like that, that way anyone who jacks with them, like, they're not going to mess with those guys. Right. Oh, like, all right, cool. Guess what, Randy? Hmm. That happened. Oh, goodness. <laughs> In the dead of night. Sweet and they're Jesus. like, oh, shit. What? How many? Like, yeah. So... Delta Force is about to do their Delta Force thing and it's like wreck mass chopper. Everybody's in disguise and shit. You know, uh, <laughs> McCoy has this really dope jumpsuit that fits him oh so mm-hmm. right. And he's holding a uh, 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 Uzi in his hand. Now, the yeah. Delta Force did use Uzis at that point in time because uh, I think the like the MPK type guns weren't really like just in, like I think weren't invented yet maybe. Right. But I'm pretty sure they aimed when they shot it. Anyway, we'll get to that. <laughs> Nah, spray and pray, man. Spray. Like he's spraying roaches. But um, before they about to fucking pop off and do some shit, um, Ingrid was released because all the women and children were left for was set free. Right. And then Ingrid gave them the important intel that there are fucking way more than two dudes in the plane, and it was gonna be a bloodbath for the Delta Force went into action. So your boy, um, Alexander, the old man, had to drive out there bla- blaring a, uh, an alarm to uh warn everybody to stop the fucking mission to abort because like they they go radio silent because they're about to get in there and start wetting folks up so here's the thing randy okay shit gets foobar they're shooting at them everybody's running for their lives and one of the navy dudes uh gets shot and thrown out of the plane and he smashes into the ground and uh yeah, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Okay, I don't know what Golan was trying to accomplish here. Yeah, but the way that old boy was laying on the ground, 
is exactly how he was like shown like in the uh, newsreel photos. bro. I know, dude. Take some artistic liberties or something. Jeez. Oh, he did because he got shot in the chest, not the head. That was the liberty, bro. It, yeah, I don't. Dude, when I say I was like riding high, laughing and having a good time, and then like I just I did one thing of research, and then I just got so deep into the hole. Like I literally watched an hour of news footage. Oh, guess what? That ordeal in real life, you just 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 guess how many days it took for that to be over with. 14. 17. Damn. Good job. Good job by you. Ugh, it was a thing. It was a fucking thing. But uh but but let me let me not <laughs> keep anybody's suspense or they probably are checking the phones. Um everybody got out there okay except for um the guy Stevens that was killed. And and it was for the, the exact reason that uh they got picked out because he was a navy diver and um yeah it's really fucked up Jesus. yeah dude fucking uh yeah is this that shit would never happen nowadays the 80s were rough man goddamn 80s yeah right? we're back yeah i'm good man oh jesus it's so all right Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the funny, everyone. Yeah, so the Israelis tags in. They're like, "Let's do this." You guys are fighting uh, Arab, Arabs. Let's 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 jump in this shit. It's brown people you want to kill, right? Come on down. Right. So there's this there's this priest who's like, um, he's a Greek priest that has a, a Catholic uh, church school thingy right across the street from the evil um, uh, terrorist based. Right. I guess he he does spy transmissions to Israel through monastic chants in a radio in the uh, confessional booth because he's a he's a he's a Christian or a Catholic priest. I, I I'm not sure. He looks right. like Rasputin, but um, I didn't know Rasputin was a, was was Christian, dude. Really? Yeah, bro, it's crazy. Well, that's a whole another conversation for another day. Okay. Blew my mind, but um, I thought he was just a vampire. <laughs> nah, bro, he's it's, it's a whole thing. Anyway. Okay. Um, so like we need to have our boys scout out this place. So we get McCoy and Pete Peterson going undercover as what, Randy? Canadian uh broadcasters, eh? <laughs> French Canadian, my friend. Oh, French Canadian, sorry. Because we get to we get to hear that sweet French from both of these guys. <laughs> I like how I like how Pete Peterson with that belt buckle, like uh, cause the belt buckle went off mm-hmm. and then he took it off and went through and he's like, Voila. <laughs> voila. Set the level. This is like the only cool exchange between them because uh, 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 McCoy was like, who got you that ugly ass belt buckle? He's like, you did on my birthday. He's like, oh, well, I hope you like it. <laughs> That's the only good like piece of writing that was, that was in there for me. But um, I also feel like, okay, because the way Norris, like the way McCoy keeps going back for Pete, is there an underlying gay theme in here? Because I feel like there's Don't a way you fucking me. dare. <laughs> Don't you... <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like we gotta go. This whole this whole chopper is about to explode. Where's Pete? Where's Pete? Pete is his homie, man. They're homies. You know how it is, dude. You know you you know the eighties best. I know, bud. I know. Like you know the eighties best. If bud your rule. best friend doesn't make everyone around you question your sexuality, then they're not really your best friend. I get it. What? <laughs> no, that's not not what I was saying. Nah, he's gonna get fucked up. You know the rules. I get you. He's, he's too close. He's too close he's to the main so character. He's close to retirement. Right. You can't get, you can't, yeah, you can't be close to retirement and you can't be like, dude, you're my best friend. Like, never an action movie. You're gonna doing this forever, right? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, Randy, talk us real quick through the, uh, the undercover mission. Oh, this shit show? Okay. Because <laughs> he was. A, this guy has systematically spied on this terrorist cell for a gotta be at least a year for a lifetime. A lifetime, and no one has known that. How long has that church been there? Oh, it's been there forever. What about the priest? He's been with the church. He's always been there. So no one cares. And then Mo Albu shows up, and like one day he's like, "I don't like this priest. This Christian priest. I don't like him." I'm gonna go fuck him up, and then he, like, the next day he's like, goes to fuck him up. Yeah, he opens the door and like sees him like doing like radio just wide open, just out in the open, and he's like, "You bitch!" So they're taking him, (laughs) and they take him to the to the the, to the facility. Meanwhile, 
in full incognito mode, like full stuff, stuff mode. They're watching what's happening. And then on the top of like the top of this building, this school, it's a school, I think they call it later. The priest runs out to this balcony. Go! Go! They know! They know everything right! Why? There was no reason to do that. I don't know why. If you're going to do that, at least not point directly at them. (laughs) (laughs) Just scream out to the heavens. This dude was a spy for a lifetime, dude. Like, what happened? Don't point at the Americans who are trying to infiltrate this terrorist cell. Just, you just outed them. As well as yourself. Especially as like, how is Chuck going to blend in with that blonde golden griffin mullet? Like, where is he going to go? Where is he going to fucking go with that lion's mane? should have got a hat. <laughs> should have gone with the Marvel, like, undercover outfit. Yeah, yeah. The hoodie, the hoodie would have done it. But it was too goddamn hot. <laughs> too fucking hot. It was hot Small enough cap. wearing that jean jacket. It was too much. Yeah, oh, I, lo- I love the... Uh, I love the Canadian flag, a uh, little pin on the on the on the collar too, just to let you, just to make it a thing. I'm from Canada. <laughs> oh my God! So look, man, they got to do the car chase, right? And it's a, uh, <laughs> you know, the theme was playing. Oh God! <laughs> and um, this guy, the priest, apparently didn't have enough. Had a plenty of foresight to armor his car, dude. It was a Volkswagen no bus. This car would have survived. It took so much, and then the engine was in the back, and it was riddled with bullets. I'm like, yo, what is what is happening? And like, they're being chased by actual military vehicles, but like one-handed. Like a, the saw machine gun on the back of this jeep that's just tearing into this bus for like a church, <laughs> and no damage. Chuck's fine. He can shoot out the window. Nothing happens to him. Hey, those seats like, are made of fucking vibranium, bro. Like he, he, he took it all, and he killed them all. Like yeah. all of them died with a Uzi. And I love when um when they were going down the stairs, they never showed Chuck getting jolted around in the car. Because that would have been too funny and like embarrassing for him. Just like, <laughs> took it, took it like a man. So when they finally um find another vehicle, they go signal the goddamn Delta Force. Right. All 375,000 of them. Yep. (laughs) And um, I thought about Boondock Saints. You know why, Randy? Okay. They all had rope. Oh, yeah. Every (laughs) single one of them. Tell me what you're going to use this stupid fucking rope for. (laughs) Go ahead and take your fucking rope. But, dude, it's rope everywhere, dude. Everybody got rope bandoliers, bro. It is off the chain, off the. And I'm, I'm, you know, I was waiting all movie like, when are they gonna use the rope? Mm-hmm. When are they gonna make a giant rope bridge? It's gonna be amazing. I thought it's gonna, it's gonna be like <laughs> the plane's gonna be in the air and they do like an executive decision move, but yeah. they like make a rope bridge <laughs> mid air. <laughs> Come on, we gotta help McCoy. Everyone, give me a rope. <laughs> you know the drill. Anyway, they cats cradle that bitch. So um we're at the we're at the prison camp. Mm-hmm. And Mufasa does this monologue that uh gives me chills for the wrong reasons, man. Oh, yeah. Do you want to take this or No, you go right ahead. I'll I'm just going to sit back Fuck on this you. One. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Randy. Cuz I I only heard the tail end of it. I I like I was I was in and out to type sure my did. notes and sure I, just, I heard you just bailing. So he was talking about how he's like, you know what, like like uh if, you know, it's not really you we have an issue with, regular people. It's your fucking government. It's that White House in there. I ought to just go up there myself. Which was a weird noise he made for explosion. We went, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? He's like, blow it all up, you know. And But then he said, one day, you'll see. One day. And I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah, because in the movie, the white guys are like, That'll never happen. There's no way a terrorist cell that was tiny, that's underfunded, would ever try to attack the White House with anything like a plane or Ugh. box cutters. <laughs> it's 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 the worst. Even the plane shit was sucky for me. Now, mind you, I didn't do the research until I finished the movie. But I was like, oh, I, I was too busy. I was too busy worrying about 
the future mm-hmm. rather than the fucking present in the 80s. Also, third hijacking um, around that point in time in the 80s. That was the third one. I don't. Okay. But this time that, it was personal because it, it was Americans at all. Because if like if if like if hijacking if hijacking of planes is such a big deal in the eighties, why did it take the TSA until two thousand and one to start doing something about it? Dude, I, look, that's a whole nother podcast, whole nother fucking thing, dude. I don't, I got nothing for you. Make no damn sense because it's like I don't need to cover up this damn oil conspiracy we started. <laughs> let's look, yeah, let's let us do it. Let's get Alex Jones. Let's do it. They gotta stop turning the frogs gay. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm American. I have red blood. <laughs> <laughs> I produce children from my nuts. <laughs> I have organs and blood, and I will sell them to you for $14.99 a bottle. Sorry. I love big-breasted women, and I love them with black hair. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> where are we? Where are we? Yeah, so um, okay. they finally put in the rescue mission, you know, right. and it, it, it's a go. And I don't know what stealth settings <laughs> the Delta Force team like because because how I play all stealth missions. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we so we we boil it down to like four essential guys, you know, who are actually the Delta Force, but like we right. got all the the rest of the GI Joes are off, off in the distance, so they're all in their scuba gear, the main ones. You know, you know the main ones, Randy, um, McCoy, mm-hmm. Pete Peterson, aka Butch, Bobby, and fourth guy, fourth guy, dead red shirt, dude. I was so ready for him to die because there, right? there was because like okay, they're at a hundred percent sneak to where like they literally crawled out of the ground right by a camp and nobody noticed them at all and then he jostled the door and they're like what was that Psh, it's these dice bitch <laughs> it's like what are you? y'all are the worst guys ever and um and like fourth guy i swore he was going to die because there's one shot randy where like they're uh <laughs> the three ones who matter are like right up into the camera fourth guy is just in the back like looking back and forth i'm like okay, this is where he gets shot yeah, or like somebody walks around a corner like, alarm, alarm. Right, he survives through this entire movie. He never dies. What? Yeah, he doesn't die. They all kind of started to blend together. I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, so glad they added one black person so I can tell one of them apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So, black folks can't be in the Delta Force apparently. Jerks. Nah, bro. Not happening. So um stand the theme music, that's what it was. <laughs> you ain't got no bass in this, huh? We're just gonna keep Luckily Bobby's deaf, so that's why I didn't <laughs> <laughs> So look, man. Mm. <laughs> Very low AI on these guards. And they uh they have a setup where they're gonna basically blow a hole in the ground, jump up and murder everybody in the room. Because the Delta Force is good at that, because they practice in a in a mock plane where they basically will just show up and just shoot and they just know that's the bad guy immediately yeah because they're good and what's even worse is like they're going to be standing in these positions it's not like they're all going to be in the cockpit or some like scattered throughout the entire plane no just right here <laughs> yeah but i mean it worked when they showed up all of them every fucking guard in that room with the hostages they all die immediately yeah. and i'm like whoa Fucking um, but Mustafa talking all that hot shit, nowhere to be found. He hit oh. under the bed like a bitch. Norris pulls back the mattress, and there's Mufasa with a gun already ready and pointed. Pulls the trigger, and apparently the bullet saw Norris's beard and veered to the left. <laughs> it hit his light. Hit his. It hit his light. Yeah, and, and then, then Norris <laughs> like just perforates this dude with the Uzi and goes, sleep tight, sucker. Yeah. And then his light healed. Yeah. And <laughs> I was light like, healed. whoa. And you already know that theme song was like, <gasps> <laughs> meanwhile, everyone is dying. Like Delta Force is like the Black Plague. Like they, they are the best. Of the they best. show up, people die. That's what happened. They all die. They got rockets and shit and fucking um. Uh, for some reason, 
Alexander, the uh, old dude, is there. And he's like, get down here, uh, Bacoy, goddamn, what the hell are you doing? Shooting this rocket from up top. And I'm just playing around, Chief, that's all. Yeah, and McCoy's like, oh, hang on real quick, let me style on you real quick. <laughs> zip line from he nowhere. zip lines with just his fucking hand. And then shoots the Uzi. And then kills people. Then when he lands, he's like, is that quick enough for you? Like, why are you... Why aren't you yelling right now? You should be you not get cool. Points. <laughs> Come on, bro. You should be hyped. Like, did you see that shit? Like, he was just like, yeah, was that good? Cool? All right. He's so mild-mannered and just humble, even though he just did the most boss shit. <laughs> that was some boss shit, bro. He was missing an eye patch. Ridiculous what he did. And, like, just, yeah, all right, I'm just, I'm just a regular guy. Put on my shoes one foot at a time. Make part breakfast. of the team there, you know, Alexander. Right, Sir. even though I'm the fucking guy. <laughs> like, but... That's why you guys keep wanting to wait for me. <laughs> got... Wouldn't you? That's what I thought Delta Force was. It's just a bunch of dudes who wait for Chuck Norris <laughs> to get around the plane. <laughs> I would, bro, I would never go on a mission without McCoy, bro. Are you kidding me? You do realize his invulnerability field stretches out and protects us all. A picture of him in there next to my heart. <laughs> so, look. They can't find the Navy guys. Um, the Navy guys and the Jewish people are still missing, though. So we're having, we're having issues here. Um, your boy, your boy McCoy, McCoy was just no-scoping motherfuckers all day, though, by the way. Just got, I just got to mention that. But um, So they do this really brutal-ass shakedown where um, they find the hostages of the uh, bad guys. Like they got them all holed up. And they're like, who speaks English? <laughs> and they all dime this poor bastard out. And he's like, open your mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking P. Peterson puts what? the gun all up in his mouth. And said, like, you want to die? I'm like, this is, this is kind of mean. But they're evil terrorist sons of bitches, so fuck them. Yeah, the guy, the guy who had the backstory, he's dead already. So we don't have to worry about that no more. Also, P. Peterson says something endearing to, uh, to uh, uh, McCoy. Because he he, he's the only one that calls McCoy boss. Right, and McCoy calls him Butch, but nobody else calls him. They they, they don't have those nicknames. Yeah, I see. You, I see it now. I see it now. See, uh, <laughs> somebody's the top, someone's the bottom. So one of these other guys who were like, he's like a fourth guy that's kind of like in charge of the army. Because um, he talked to he, he talked to uh, Abdul earlier and was like, hey man, like you know, gain some sympathy from the Americans, dude. Like you're tripping. Oh shit, I forgot to mention. There was a scene where uh, the pilot was doing a press conference. Oh yeah, from the plane, and then um, Jafar, because they got Jafar back as a bargaining chip, um, to like release the women. So they had to get you know the guy who missed the plane got to get on the plane, and now he was like, uh, you know, holding the gun to the to the pilot's face, and he was like, you know, talking to the reporters, right? And then he started shooting them because they got too close. Guess what, Randy? Mm. That happened, and I gotta give it to the dude um, that that was the the real pilot. Yeah, he, exact same demeanor. What? Not a bitch. He, yeah. dude, there's a scene of him like getting like like when he when he poked out of the window, he, he had his arm down and he smiled like he was fucking in a commercial. Cool as a cucumber, dude. But you could tell shit was real. But he was like huh. keeping it cool so the guy wouldn't freak out. Yeah, fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. I flew with Chuck Yeager. You ain't scaring me, boy. Dude, he made Sully look humble, bro. Like, this is like, oh, you, you land in water? That's cute. How about you sit in this motherfucker for 17 goddamn days in hot-ass Israel with just nut sweat oh. everywhere? Well they, well, they were in Beirut. They, they, they stayed in Beirut the whole time. Anyway. Still. Ugh. Any old way. So, this guy who um who was like kind of like the, the lieutenant of the shit. <laughs> was like about to attack him and then we have Bobby and goddamn Chuck Norris standing side by side with RPGs blowing the fuck out these guys they're destroyed I love how the fact that two trucks filled with men a jeep with like six more guys are just stopped in their tracks by two men with bazookas yep like I get I get maybe one. I mean, those two get maybe one of those vehicles without having to reload first. Or at least take cover. Or at least take cover. But it's like. Middle of the street. The amount of men that showed up after the guys left. Right. 
Right. And it was a shit ton of them. And then, like, I thought, because, okay, they're like, rush them, get into the school and kill everybody, because they thought the hostages were yeah. still there. Right. Uh, and I'm thinking, like, okay, McCoy's going to let them all walk in there and then blow them up, right? Because they, they, they made a joke, oh, do the surprise party thing. You know, you know the plan. And somehow Bobby was able to load that entire building with a shit ton of C4 in seconds. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, like, um, he didn't he didn't blow them up. And they just ran away, and that was it. And then we get... <laughs> you already know, Randy. Uh. And then, um, fucking, uh, <laughs> we get this <laughs> beautiful shot of him. Yeah, in the sunset, like, you know, just like, up on high on a hilltop, riding his white horse. I'm like, okay, get it. No, because this motorcycle is about to be super important. So basically, they're trying to drive um, the remaining prisoners to uh, Damascus. Right. What's crazy is that's a true story, but like, it was because they were releasing. No, 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 relax. Because they were releasing them, and they took them on that road to Damascus. Not, yeah. This, all this is fucking fantasy at this point, folks, because they got rocket motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically go, dude. We just basically see Chuck Norris finally do like, like the fireworks factory happens at this moment in time. Finally, finally, and he is just popping was uh, stunt double, popping wheelies, <coughs> blowing up everybody. And then I like how when um the Delta Force showed up to back up uh, to back him up, they weren't they're gonna do like the boss battle right between right. him and um uh, Abdul and. Everybody's like, okay, we're going to go. He's like, yeah, y'all go ahead and go. I'm going to go find him. And it's like, he's just literally like a block down the street. Like, they could have just all got him. And Oh, this boss battle between Norris and, uh, uh, I don't know, Paula uh, Abdul? Yeah. While he's watching TV or some bullshit? Yeah. Okay. So, like, I don't know why he decided to, like, have his final battle inside of, like, someone else's living room. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. He walks by the door, and then Norris just kind of, like, pulls up, and he's like, ah! <laughs> he does a bitch scream, goes to grab his AK, comes back to the door, Norris is gone. He ghosted. Yeah, and it's on a motorcycle. <laughs> on a motorcycle. And it's like, what, what are you? What are you? And then Norris, like the demon he is riding the Ghost Rider motorcycle, flies through the kitchen window. <laughs> into the living room and just and it just becomes a 10 minute ass whooping yeah it, 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 it's not a fight it's n- an ass whooping no it's the, the wrestling fans would call this a squash match like, he's destroying him it was one glorious part where he like broke his arm on, off the car door and shit just with a leaping kick, kick through a wall and, and um another window outside <laughs> without the without the fucking without motorcycle, the motorcycle. <laughs> Oh, I was I was with my nose. Oh my god, finally karate, cause um, cause he karateed up a dude before, before he got to him. But then we finally get to see Chuck Norris do karate. Finally, it's like the movie's over at this point. So <laughs> I put up my notes. So look, <laughs> so Norris gets back on his bike. Cause this bike is is Batman's bike basically. Yeah, it's just filled with explosives. He gets back in the bike. And he looks at fucking Abdul. Abdul's like, beat the shit up. In that, for His some reason, a Mercedes, not a tank. Like, yeah. His arm is broken. He's trying to shoot an AK with one hand <laughs> out the window. He's put. He's propping the gun on the window. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. And, like, Norris just gets on his bike and farts out a mortar. Dude, <laughs> I put it in my... My notes said, exhaust rocket, fuck you, America wins, America wins, fuck you, USA, USA. <laughs> I was pretty hyped, cause that, that's the ultimate fuck you, like just a back rocket, cause I, I was waiting for him to turn around and shoot, cause somehow his, uh, the rockets get reloaded on his bike magically. He, he got, he has a scavenger job, like, Not, pack. Wow, nice. It's late. But um, yeah, dude, I was just I was super hype. I was like, "Fuck yeah, butt rocket!" <laughs> and um, you you already know that theme was coming. <laughs> I put in my note, uh, "Jews are saved." <laughs> now it's time to escape. And okay, the last line of defense. You want to make sure these pilots don't escape. This plane doesn't leave Beirut. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Everybody's taking nap at once. Yeah. And they shoot them all. They all get shot up. And they escape. And uh, we finally see some more rope being used because uh, your boy's popping wheelies. McCoy gets in the, in the plane. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, Pete did get shot the fuck up by Abdul. And I was like, he's dead. But then it's like, oh, he's not dead. He's not dead. He's just really hurt. (laughs) He's really, really dying. But we we, we got this. We got a little triage set up for him. So, like, when when, when, uh, McCoy gets in the plane, they finally take off and they're fucking free. Everyone is having Budweiser's. Everyone is having Budweiser's. They're singing American songs and shit. And they're just having a grand old time. But unfortunately, your boy Pete Peterson is not long for this world, man. He's like, we're going home. We're going home, boss. Are we going to go hang out in your ranch (laughs) where your horses are? (laughs) Yeah, Pete. We'll go hang out with my horses. (sighs) It's going to be great. I'll see you when I see you. I can't, I can't quit you. Oh, yeah. It was kind of funny because he, I mean, he straight up just, <sighs> he's like, Doc. And he's then, like, nah, and dude. And then the Doc goes and like punches him right in the chest. <laughs> Breaks all his ribs, <laughs> ensuring his death. And you know he's not going to make it because Father O'Malley's standing over him and like, oh, I'm pretty sure when you call the priest to come sit in the hospital area, you're not making it, bro. You're right. done. You know what's crazy is how like everybody um like gets sad. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, real talk, all those soldiers, only one dies. That is a super that was my thing. I was like, this is a win for you guys. You got all the hostages back. Most of the terrorists are dead, and you lost one dude. And you have his body. Like that's a win. Oh man. But this was okay. I like this part. So they get they get home. Everybody everybody's so happy they get back and shit. Um, the the family members are back. You know. Uh, all the characters that we got introduced to earlier reunited with each other. You know, it's all nice. But out of the back door, <laughs> I guess, of the plane, you know, the heroes quietly, with no recognition, no type of fanfare, they carry their dead soldier into the plane and they move on and they leave. I, I actually like that part. I mean, uh, like, the music makes it sound so sad. And I'm just like, dang, bro. I thought this was a win. It totally felt like a win. But then I was like, okay, so this is the director making a poignant point that, yeah, everyone got to go home except for these guys. They got to move on to the next thing. Right. That's the, that's the job. Because they're the these motherfucking guys. Delta Force. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was kind of dope. But then, yeah. then research happened. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> You know, because there, there was there was no Delta, there was no Delta Force. There was no um, honestly, the real story is way more intriguing because mm-hmm. uh, there was a guy who was like the mediator, uh, trying to bargain a deal um, between uh, you know the the guys. They weren't terrorists. Well, they're terrorists. They weren't terrorists. They were terrorists only because they did kill that guy. Right, yeah, that was a big fucking deal. But um, one of the guys that was a mediator became a negotiator, and they were like, "Well, what's up with this guy?" Trying to figure out if he was actually in on it. And then thinking that he coordinated the uh, additional 12 guys. It was a whole bunch of real crazy shit. But 17 fucking days of that, bro. But yeah, that's the end of the movie, man. Um, way more uh, fanfare and uh, kind of like a revenge fantasy kind of thing. Very weird. But um, let's yeah. get into our tallies, man. Let's find out how many people felt the swift justice of the Delta Force. Let's get into our body count. Yeah. How you looking, Randy? I know it's like 80 billion brown people. I have 70. That's fair. That sounds about right. That sounds solid. Yeah. I figured I was like, uh, I did. I started like adding every time I heard a shot, I added like two more. And I felt like, yeah, it's good. It's good. They don't miss. So anytime, yeah. <laughs> anytime a bullet got fired, like, someone died. Go down, I was like, okay. And yeah, definitely. That's fair. All right, folks, let's talk about our favorite subject, which you know damn well we're not going to get it all. Let's get into the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. 
Unfortunately, they did some really gross shit. There was one scene that I omitted on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was super hot uh, in the plane while they were just being detained, all the women and children, and um, they made a weird choice. Yeah, that, but, I read that too. I was like, but why? Yeah, I was like, not nah, cool. But So we get a negative 1,000 on the nudity points, folks. That's all I'm going to mm-hmm. say. Let us <laughs> find out who our favorite character this movie is let's find out our joe grizzly recipient let me introduce myself i'm joe grizzly bitch random randy savage who was your joe grizzly i went with uh with bobby that's what's up i was like he was so unutilized dude he was i didn't know he karate karate and stuff too like Like a motherfucker weapons expert too bro like he he can do some shit watch american ninja i can't you never seen american ninja no i've never seen american ninja Uh, nope Ah oh, man, you watch it and then uh, listen to our review because we we talked about it extensively. But then like the fact that he like he's he jumped on all those white people to try and protect them from the grenade, and I was like, that's awesome. And like I thought he was gonna die too, and it was like, so nope. Too, like, it was like, ah, oh, that's how to get Bobby. But nope, this is white guy, my leg. Oh, my leg. Am I gonna keep it, bro? Real talk. If you got hit with a grenade and it's still on, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be jogging by next week. Literally, yeah, because I, I I was ready for that nub. I really was, but um, yeah, for me, man, my Joe Grizzlies are the uh, real men and women that were involved in that shit. They get the motherfucking Joe Grizzly that and the poor guy that uh, lost his life. They, everyone involved in TWA Flight Eight Forty Seven is my Joe Goddamn Grizzly because it's so hard to talk about this movie knowing how like very close. Anti Grizzly goes to the, the 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 fucking director. That's come on, bro. Yeah, it's that's like, classless. Come on, classless. I guess, bro. But like, you say just, based by based on the truth, do something. Just make a documentary if you're gonna be that guy. Just be a, just be that guy. No, dude, documentary. Check it out. The editor was like, "Yo, I gotta tone this down a bit," and the d- director was like, "Bitch, what are you doing? You're killing the movie." The editor tried. The editor was the last line to fix. He was like, dude, this is ridiculous. And also, I'm not playing his music 85,000 times. Play the damn thing one more time. (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, Play it so I can finish. (laughs) Real talk. I was getting snacks humming it. She was like, God damn it. I heard it. All day long. That's that was all day long. Fucking hilarious. So, um, yeah, man. Final verdict time, folks. Knee pads or slippers. What that means is if we truly, truly love this movie, we'll give it a maximum of two knee pads or we fall to the worship position given this movie is just due. Or, if we really hate this movie, we'll give it a maximum of two hater slippers where we'll slide the hater slippers on and watch one hour of actual news coverage on YouTube about this fucking movie. Random Ray Savage. Knee pads or slippers? Alright, so I had to like go back and think about my rating on this and We'll do two ratings. We'll do we'll do before and after actual facts. <laughs> so before I found out this was all true. <laughs> I gave it one knee pad. Yeah. I like, yeah. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this, this is, this is it. the movie. Like, okay. I don't know whether it was Chuck Norris or not, but yeah, I my brain was certainly on for the first hour of this movie. Like, right. yeah, there's two guys. How come, even at worst case scenario, you have 50 people left over on that plane and like two dead terrorists. So you guys could have survived if you'd just been stupid and, like really gung ho about it, but then I was like, okay, that's dumb. Like, maybe I'll just maybe Norris will show up and just like God tier beard and like take off like whatever. But uh, yeah, and then it picked up as soon as they started adding more Delta Force into this movie that they called Delta Force. Yeah. But yeah. now that I know that it's all a true story, that all these horrific things happen. Yeah, it's still one pick, whatever. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah, dude. Before before the rabbit hole, 
one knee pad. I was like, this is really like I I I know that they were trying. It was all over the place. It's not like a person, you know, movie was all over the place. It's not a cut and dry action movie, which is why I, I had to look into it because like this is really weird. Cause they put a lot of time into the uh, hostages, mm-hmm. which kind of made it ring more true when they got saved, which was cool. But, it, but, it was, but where's my Chuck Norris? You bastards. Yeah. Uh, but when I found out, especially when I saw the stuff about the guy uh, that passed away in real life, uh, Stevens. Yeah, this gets uh, fucking two haters slippers. That was what? tasteless as fuck. The yeah. way the way they handled that dude and like, dude, I'm about they put a, they had a dummy involved. You know, when he right. fell off the thing, like they they went all out to show that shit, and I'm like, dick move, not cool. Show some decor, man. Especially if it only being a year removed. That is trying to. Yeah, that true. shit happened in '85. It's like he was like, "What? Keep like I, I almost feel like they were doing it as it was happening for Christ's sake. Like like how much time? Like how long did they record? Whatever, man. Can't do it, dude. Like not knowing ignorance is bliss. One knee pad for sure. Yeah, for sure. God damn, sorry, but yeah, fuck you. No, that's fair. That I'm just like, movie. yeah, that's, that's fair. I buy that. I was God just like, damn. I'm, I'm trying to think of like when. Uh, also, like five years. Okay. The so ominous. We, all, all the we ominous. Five things. years before we made a movie about Flight 93. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> half a decade sounds better than. A week. Than, than the next year, or like, yeah. Hey, you know that terrible thing that happened with the terrorists and the hijacking? Yeah, let's make a movie about that. Yeah, like, and everybody like was kind of like... like somebody was writing it while he was watching it on TV and just like, this is crazy. Yeah, dude. Fucking Jesus. All right. So, um, Pandemic. <laughs> That's right, folks. Pandemic Tour. The tour that takes care of its fans and its podcasters. When is it? When is it happening already? What, what, September fourteenth through the sixteenth yeah. at the NRG Center. Center. Convention uh, Center. Yes. I wanted to say stadium, but I was like, that's wrong. Yeah, you, you're good. But yeah, man. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, sorry, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is going to be there. Um, Norman Reedus, Jason David Frank, Bruce Campbell, Michael Roker, Pollyanna McIntosh. The whole the Norman Reedus. It's going to be a gang of folks there. Tom Welling. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum is gonna be awesome. Like we're gonna be there with White Cup. We're gonna have a little after party too. We're gonna give you more details in due time. Ooh, Guys, hang tight. After party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Um. Hotel lobby. Nice. So shout out to the Inner Podcast Mafia, the Castaways, Movie Pod Squad. Um, everybody, y'all have a good one. Thank you again to the Patreon listeners. We appreciate you guys. We're about to do a Patreon pour up right after this. So. Wish us luck. You guys have a good one. We'll catch you next week.